triple this, that, the other, because I, I was like, okay, I got nothing. And that's the best time. Hallelujah. It really is. Glory. You have nothing. Um, nothing planned. Nothing preconceived. And I heard what he said to say. So I'm going to tell you about conversations. We are going to pray a lot. birthday gifts that I received, right? Um, and that's God's word. And this one was from Jesse to Planet Ministries. And I'm still on page one because it's just that good. So, <laughs> Father God, this past few days, you've let us hear the singing of the swords. And you've allowed us to see the sheer purity, even the gold in the blood of Jesus. You have allowed us in prayer time to enter into places and to speak into this earth words that angels have been waiting for. Yes. Thank you for uh, granting us the right and the opportunity to participate in what you want. And there is more of that this day to be released. And I thank you for the gathering of angels that follow us wherever we go. Yes. Because they heard that as we speak, they get deployed. Glory to God. Angels that have been looking, waiting, saying, today I'll get my orders today. And sometimes they don't come to us, but we go to where they are. The words that we speak are heard in that realm. And there are deliverances and rescues and recoveries and exposures and all kinds of things happening even as we've gathered together to worship you today. Words have set actions, things in motion. Words, the words that God speaks have caused things to start moving and for the earth to be able to regurgitate everything that has been hidden in it and that righteousness has spoken to tell the earth this is your time of redemption and so we bless you today as we choose to hear and to seek out and to have revealed to us the mysteries that you have set apart for us to discover, for us to uncover, for us to walk in and to release and to abide in and all of the other things that you have. Oh, I thank you, 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 I thank you. This is a house that is not moved by what it feels not moved by what we see, not moved by what we've heard from others from outside of your covenant, but we have already determined the source of our hearing, the source of our seeing, the source of our being, and that is you. And so I praise you today in advance. What you've spoken and burst forth, released through the apostle, what you've released through the minister, what you've released in prayer times, what you've released through the apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers, words that have been directed to California, words that have been directed to this house, words that have been directed to whosoever shall hear and contend for the word of the Lord. And we are those people. And so I thank you for that and for everything that you released this morning. I submit to you, Holy Spirit, Thank you. I can hear the swords singing. 
singing. Singing. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. And I'm going to invite you, Lord, to do something I've not heard of before. But I invite you to open up the frequencies and the speakers of heaven to play in this place so that everyone hears on that level, on that at that dial, you say radio dial, but tune us to the frequency of heaven so that we will flow with you as one. And I bless you and I praise you and I thank you for that. Have your way. Do as you will. Yes, yes, yes. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. And I'm going to keep my eyes closed for just a moment. Uh, during the week, there's there's a number of things that, that took place, but we, um, intercessory prayer, I, I was telling the team last night, I don't even know why we pray Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I, I don't think any of us knows why we're still doing it, but we do. And I was uh, speaking to a friend of mine in Canada yesterday because uh, God has opened an opportunity for him to go into a church where they have been waiting to hear the voice of God. And so he and his wife are about to go minister there this morning. Um, but there are some things that have been going on. Let's go to the second slide, Crystal. So we're going to do that. So she is on the airplane today, so she's not going to be able to do it for us. But... I do want you all to have that opportunity to, to melt into the blanket that her prayers can put around us. Um, it's just, it's not that we can't all pray, but sometimes when you listen to the way a person goes after something with the Father, you just want them to do it and you want to be able to partake of it. And that's what happens when she, she prays our prayer coverings all the time. Everybody else, we, do, we all do it. But there are just those moments, and, and it's, it's, I think what it is, is it's because she really believes it. And you can hear the faith enveloping you. And so it's just a joy and a pleasure when she does. But since she's on the airplane, we won't, we won't disrupt that. So Father, we thank you this morning. Oh wow, just because you really are the covering. Yes, Holy Spirit, you are, you are the blanket yes, that envelops us. You are the joy. You are the pleasure. You are the freedom that we crave. You are everything that satisfies. And so when we we know that the best prayer covering that we've ever had is your presence. And so we thank you as you make yourself manifest this morning. We're carriers of the glory of God. And the glory of God is revealed in this place. And I thank you this morning that you envelop us in such a way that we come into a council, the council of the Lord. And that we are, even as we're gathered together here, but we are hearing what heaven wants decreed and declared. And we are opening ourselves to, to live life on the level we were born again to live. Oh, I thank you for impartations, for revelations, for clarity, for celebrations, for, for all the things. 
things that you do and that you have, but we abide in the secret place of the Most High God. And we are sheltered under the shadow of the Almighty One. That's better than a beach umbrella or a cabana. We are the sons of God. We have relationship with the Almighty. We get to worship you and you incline your ears to hear. We have words to speak that the regular people, the people that are outside of covenant, don't know how to use. We have weapons of warfare that are proven to be mighty in you. And that we can speak those words and use those weapons to not only tear down strongholds, wow, yes. but to uproot unrighteous works and to declare the ground redeemed in places where the demonic thought we're going to place our altar. We're not Old Testament believers, which means we can take the ground that the enemy has carved out for himself. Because it is written in your word that the earth is the Lord. The earth belongs to God. So it is not this is going to be where that's where the devil's people gather. Not when we turn the light on, they don't. And we praise you this morning. For the, for the, wow. I thank you for this covering. And I thank you for the discovery. And I thank you that by the time this session is over, there are lives all over the United States of America and even the world that have been changed for the better because the word of the Lord was released by someone that doesn't even know who they are, but it had such faith and expectation and power that it manifests just as you desire because the angels are already in place waiting for you. And this is what we do. In the name of Yeshua. Leon, I want you to do something. I want you to blow the the intercession sound.
homes underneath the earth and causes a resonance, a resonance, a resonance that is counter to it. And the speed, the sound, the speed of the sound, the speed of the sound increases to the place that it cannot, the building cannot support itself. It cannot keep up. It cannot resonate at that, at that pace, at that decibel, at that pace, at that decibel. And there is a crumbling of the foundation. There is a crumbling of the inner workings. There is a takedown, a takedown, a takedown, a takedown, a takedown. It is of mindsets. It is of, of organizational structures. It is of plans and purposes of wickedness that were intended to overthrow or to attempt to overthrow this government and the ways and the democracy of the freedoms of the American people to try to come against liberty. But God's name is liberty. To try to bring out a different kind of justice. But God's name is justice. And so it is to bring and it is declared in the name of Jesus that no other will is done but God's and decisions of darkness are overturned by the entrance of the word of God that shines the light in every desecrated place. In the name of Jesus, Baal, you come down. In the name of Jesus, Jezebel is thrown down. Ahab is destroyed. In the name of Jesus, Delilah's mouth is silent. In the name of Jesus, you fail in your effort and you will not be fed again. We say no to disease. We say no to everything that has lasted for a 
abortion clinic in the United States of America is planted, and we call for a redemption of the very ground that the buildings are housed on, hospitals, private offices, whatever it happens to be. We say that the bloodshed that has cried out for the innocent, that we call for the blood of Jesus to answer, and we say that the ground itself is redeemed, and the shaking and the quaking that goes on on the inside of the building speaks to your inability to function, for the spirit of the fear of the Lord is present, and the spirit of truth is present, and the word is sent forth to stay on the premises until you are shut down. Yes. And it starts yes. now. Yes, now. 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 Every prayer now. that has been prayed, every intercession that has been released over time is now all gathered together in one voice to come against you in the name of Jesus. Every intercession, every mother's cry, every single repentance, it all speaks. It all speaks. It all speaks. Every legal decree that was garnered from the courts of heaven, everything that was needs to be executed in place, in one stroke of the pen, in one speaking of the voice, this thing is done in the name of Jesus. These babies shall not pay the ultimate price for somebody else's sin. They are no longer to be offered as sin sacrifice. They will no longer be offered so that somebody can make an ungodly trade and live the life they want to. They will no longer be the price that is paid for somebody else's sin. The blood of Jesus has already paid that price and it speaks for these children. It speaks for these children. The will of God is made known, United States of America. You will no longer embrace the lawlessness that would bring about your destruction, United States of America, in every home, in every parish, in every church, in every building, in every place where the people claim to be of God. Tolerance for it is at zero. There is no longer an acceptance of it in the church. There is always forgiveness, but there is no co-signing to continue in a sin. There is no more accommodation of darkness in our house. There will be no more teaming up with the devil and hoping that God will move. There is no more secret union or public union of that homosexuality. You have been judged as a sin. You are a divisive spirit meant to destroy the lives of men and women and boys and girls. Now, you are a farce and an end has come to you this day in the name of Jesus. For the healed will rise up and those that you thought to destroy by the lust of others and by the darkness that they have walked in, let it be known this day that the sound of the shofar has come forth, that the sound of victory has been
broken off, but destroyed in your places of influence. You are exposed for the tiny little nothing that you are and the light of the gospel and the truth of the power of the love, the astounding, amazing, perfect love of God has come to displace every bit of torment, every bit of guilt, and even those we say, you do not associate yourself with shame or sickness or anything that the adversary would want to say that you have been guilty of. The blood of Jesus has spoken and decreed your value, your forgiveness, and that he himself has taken it upon himself and therefore has the right to destroy it. The singing of the sword. What's the singing of the sword? It's the sound of joy vibrating in the atmosphere. It's the release of the word of God without reservation. It's the release of the word of God with full expectation that he hastens over it himself to bring it to pass. It's the joy of the angels as they go forth to obtain that which was set aside for us, the victories that are ours, that we had to show up to say, I'm taking it today. Today I want it. Today I want what you have. And I praise you, Father. I praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. two blocks this way and then a mile down the road and you will see a young girl with a backpack and it has a patch on it and what you're going to do is stop and tell her I'm supposed to take you to your grandmother and she's going to be surprised that you know exactly where she's going to supposed to go and you'll say she lives at such and such a place and I'm to take you there now and the car that was trailing her tries to trail you but the angels have spread the wingspan oh, so that you disappear from and this child that they had earmarked today for destruction thinking of her as a tasty dish you fail in your effort for I prophesy this death that has happened and whoever it 
is, is already obedient and on the road and doing what they were called to do. <clears throat> there are many other opportunities as people are driving, going to stop in the supermarket to pick up an apple or whatever it is that you're going to do. But as they walk into that place, they are suddenly halted by the touch of an angel's finger that says right here because I'm going to partner with the angel of someone that does not have anyone to pray for them. And all I need you to do is to release this word so that this angel can be activated, so that this individual can be shepherded out of the place where they were meant to, and that the salvation angels can now come because you have spoken, because you have given me the opportunity to partner with some of my partners that see the things that you cannot see, and you thought it was just an apple, and just because you did it, they caused them to be on sale. I praise you, Father, that these are the simple things, the little things, that you are not going to have a thought and go, that must just be pizza, that must just be this, but you will follow the voice of the Holy Spirit and say, this is a thought that I'm having right now. Are you speaking to me? What do you want to say? What do you want me to do? That there is a fine tuning of the, of the, of the hearing for the people that belong to you, people that have not heard your voice in so long, they have been listening to themselves, that for a moment it sounds like the voice of, of, of a, a stranger, then they realize, no, I've been listening to the voice of a stranger. I am his sheep, and that is the voice that I am to follow. And so there is a, a aligning this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment, because everything is now. Everything is now. Everything is now. Everything is now. In this moment, that they align with the voice that leads them away from destruction, that leads them away from the plans of the wicked, that leads them away from corruption, that leads them away from destruction. In the name of Jesus. There are those that have been so bound by bitterness. They have been aged by it. And they've been sitting there always thinking, always factoring, always plotting, always planning, always muttering. But now, now, as love, perfect love, has entered into your domain and the choice between death and life and blessing and cursing has been set before you and you suddenly realize as you separate yourself from this spirit, I don't even want to live this way. And you have wondered if God would still would still give you the opportunity. But this day, he has presented himself before you and his scepter of righteousness is extended to you yes, to yes, touch and yes, to move yes, out, move out. Leave the, the coat called bitterness away. Leave it, leave it. Walk away from it. Walk into forgiveness. Walk into the light. Walk into healing. Walk into wholeness. Walk into your destiny. Leave the other behind. And this happens now. In the name yes, of Jesus. Yes, now, in yes, the name yes, of yes, Jesus. Yes, Across the country, yes, yes. or Seaside. There's a net. There's a net. There's a net. You need to find that net, officer. You need to find the net. You need to find the net. What you're looking for is there. What you're looking for is there. You will discover it. You will recover the evidence. You will recover the evidence. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus.
Praise you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Many of you wonder what has happened today. But this is what you're meant for. There is no longer you coming and just sitting in a place to be entertained, to have information. But now, now, on the sixth day of September, as you move into the new year, this is your sound for war. You've read my word, you've prayed in tongues, you've spoken, you've done all of these things, but you have not set yourself to war together in a oneness that has not happened before. So I call you forth, I call you out. I call you out of your self-darkness. I call you out of your religious ways. And I invite you to come into my place and now do what I desire to be done. So come in and expect to work. Come in and expect to pray. Come in and expect to join and bring things down and bring things in order that I desire to be done. If you are my ecclesia, my church, my people who are called by my name, then stop doing your own thing. Today, show pesigo tamalena, hondande leki koko regete leso boshe kala, hodoskete. I am taking my church, my ecclesia, and I am giving it and have given it orders to go forth and take the land. Not just live in the land, but it's time for you to now occupy. You have been walking in circles. You have been walking around. You have been walking in the desert. You've been doing your own thing. You've been walking and taking it this and gradually making it. But now is the time for the takeover. And there is no time like now. If you don't take over now, then your opportunity is gone. This means in every sphere of influence, I want my culture, my kingdom culture to operate throughout this land. You said that you built this land, that this land was raised up for me. Now show it. Yes. I have brought you forth for such a time as this. This is your time. This is time to take advantage of what I have put in you. I have given you everything. I have given you my language. I have given you my word. I have given you my blood. I have given everything to you. 
I have given you my weapons. I have given you my faith. I have given you everything. What else do you need? So go forth and be. Be. And do now. I told you to seek first me. That means to obey me. That means to go forth. That means to be bold. That means to take opportunity. That means to take back the land. That means to take back California. That means to take back your area. That means to take back San Jose. That means to take everything. As I've spoken, the earth is mine. And I want not only the land, I want the people, I want the culture, I want myself seen. I want me raised up in the land. And it will only happen as you gird up the loins of your mind and realize that you have the mind of Christ. Your energy, who you were before, it does not matter. What you think you were, it does not matter. Now think with my mind and walk in my power and watch what happens. Oh,
jump out and then jump about. Jump in, jump out, and then jump about. No more of that. No more of that. Jump in and stay and dance around and sing. Proclaim what I want done. Rejoice, rejoice for the name of the Lord and the word of the Lord and the truth of the Lord is come. And ring the bell and sound the horn and clap your hands and dance around and lift a shout and turn about and you'll see that the enemy has been taken of corporate faith, unity, humility, and obedience shakes the foundations of darkness to the core and to the root. I'll try. <laughs> I'll do it. It brings forth, um, well, I'm going to tell you something interesting. I think this is really interesting, and I, I have, I've only started to really learn about this, but you, I, those of you already know this, you know, but you know the two places where you hear, how you hear. How do you hear? You hear in your ears. Your ears. Okay. In your and, and there's another place where you hear. In your spirit. She says your spirit. Your what? Vibration. Your vibrations. Anybody else? Your eyes. Your eyes? Yeah. No. Yeah. Your bones. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's right. They hear. They, they sound too. Yeah. The bones hear. Which is why it's interesting in Ezekiel when he said speak to the dry bones. And to, and to give, but also um, there's places where you'll read where King David, or I'm trying to get this to work here, um, where he talks about the moistening of his bones. Um, he says, this is what Adam, when he described his wife, bone of my bones. We have the same resonance. Flesh of my flesh, yes. She shall be called woman because she's taken out of man. In other words, we have the same DNA, the same frequency, the yes, vibration right. that is so. Right. Um, Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, and he said, God will surely visit you, and you will carry up my bones from here. And so, um, two different words, okay? And when Joseph said it, he said, the he was talking about the bones of his body or his skeleton, but when... Um, When Adam said it, he was saying bones of my kind. She was of my kind. 
of my flesh, of, it's of the same. So there, there is a, uh, a difference there. And it's, it's kind of fun stuff. They talked about the bones of Joseph. I wanted to find you scripture though, um, where jo Jeremiah even McCall says, your word is like a fire that is shut up in my bones. My bones have to release the sound. Um, they have to, they have to come forth. Bones hear every word and, and receive it into the fullness, which is why when the man, the dead man was uh, put down on the bones of Elisha and life was, because there's still word, there's still that vibration, there was still um, truth that, that, that was there in him. And so anyway, it's just an interesting thing. I'll, I'll, when I do more with it, I'll give you some other scriptures. But, but it just says that your, your, your bones here, Psalm 6-2, have mercy upon me, O Lord. For he said, I'm weak. Heal me, for my bones are vexed. His very bones were vexed. I'm poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. My bones are hearing sounds. This is depression. These are the things that, to my bones, my bones are hearing it, and my body is acting accordingly. Um, you know, when I kept silence, my bones waxed old. So when you don't speak the word of God, Hallelujah. when you don't release yeah. the things, ah! the sounds that God wants to, to, to be released, <laughs> then you, that, that, you correlate the achiness in your bones with your, with your complaining. Um, or any of the things that you're feeling and that you articulate that all of a sudden you can feel stiffness in your body because your bones have hurt you. you have broken may, re may rejoice. My bones can rejoice. Okay. Your bones can rejoice when they hear the sounds of joy. Okay? Um, for by reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. Psalm 102, verse 5. So are you seeing? They're listening. Here, Proverbs 3. Let's go to that one. It's, uh, uh, he said, Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. But that shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. It will give health to your bones. And so this uh, uh, pleasant word, Proverbs 16, 24. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. All right. Pleasant words. A honeycomb, sweet to the soul, your mind, your will, and emotions but health to your bones, the words, the words. And then <clears throat> a merry heart does good. This is Proverbs 17, 22. A medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. So those are just some of the things. So when we release things, it goes to the very core of our being. And it allows us to, to make decisions from a, from a deeper place for I resonate what I've heard until I hear what I need to hear, which will flush the other stuff out. You see, we when we talk about somebody living a low end life, they live according to the, the words that they're hearing, whether it's words others have spoken or words they've spoken to themselves or 
something, a thought that they've glommed onto and thought, this is something that, you know, I'm not gonna rise above it or this is where I wanna be. I mean, because everything is not just uh, poor circumstances. Sometimes it's just choices right. to, to, to remain a certain way. That's right. In Deuteronomy chapter, let's go to Deuteronomy 28.
God's word to the fathers to give. In verse 12, he will open up to you his good treasure, the heavens, praise God, his, to give the rain unto your land in his season, and to bless all the work of your hands, and you shall lend unto many nations, and you shall not borrow, and the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail, Amen. and you shall be above only, and you shall not be beneath, and that's also where we are, seated in the heavens. And if you if you hearken unto the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day to observe and to do them, and you shall not go aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right hand and to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Now I want to get into that, but I'm not going to do it the, that way right now because I have two points to make. All right, <clears throat> but I want us to stay and look at this, and you look at it in the light of the covenant that we walk in right now. That this is the part of the blessing that is supposed to be working. But I notice that there's participation that is required. Yes. And so every complaint and every um, example of, uh, let me just say, to go after other gods to serve them. You may not have gone after fear, but you, but your words took you after them. Okay. You yeah. may not have gone after. You may not say, I, I, I worship um, unforgiveness. But every time the coworker does whatever they do, and it, it stays with us until we do something about it. Right? <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not even mad at this person anymore, but you didn't do anything with it. So it became a part of our entourage. You know, they take a big snapshot of your entourage, you see all these little <laughs> ugly faces lurking in there, and it's like, who is what is all that? Well, that's unforgiveness and bitterness and gossip oh my and, God. And, and, and your sense of betrayal and your this and this is that's all your self-absorption. That's the self-absorption crew that got to Guam into. Guam is a great word to me because it makes me think of um, those big rubber bubble, uh, rubber sticky kind of things that it just on and it just <laughs> sticks right on. You know, so it, it, it's um, you can say bubble gum, but it, it has more sticking power than that. But it's just something that's like big and uh, sticky and gluey, or you know, kind of moves around, and it just gloms right onto you. You know, it attaches itself to you, and so you have to get that. Think about a snail when it's spinning on something and getting it off. It's pretty gross. That's the kind of stuff. These sometimes um, when I'm saying it this way, because I use the word interchangeably, but you may not be going after this, but if you don't deal with it. You actually have to tell these things to leave. Yes. Because otherwise, you've given them permission to stay. We've heard uh -huh. that from our apostle over and over. If you don't speak against it or deny that you are a part of it, um, uh, they're saying they can't hear me. Okay, I'll try. I will talk a little louder. Um, if you or I do not speak to the offense, yes. If you just say, well, this person did thus and so, but I forgive them because I love them with the love of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, wrong. Oh. Because um, the offense is still there. Yes. And it's going to either grow or shrink. That's right. Come on. If it shrinks, it doesn't mean it left. It just means it found a place that it could compartmentalize itself in you. Right. Until such time as you give it opportunity to be exposed again. So we actually have to take, this is James 4, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. 
and he will flee, he will leave. We literally have to, and some people might think, well, this is a lot of work. Well, we are a wonderful work, right? you know? So yeah, it is, but it's the right work. Yeah. It's works of righteousness. And I'm submitting to you that many of us have just had this crusty old stuff that we didn't even realize that we had. I, I can say now, I've gotten clear enough to the place that when something is there, I actually am aware of it because I've been working to get rid of so much that if I'm ticked off about something now and I'm still mad about it the next day, it's like, wow, this thing is still here because I didn't, and I know it's there because there's not a whole lot for it to interact with or hide behind. So it's either address it, go to the spirit of the Lord, go to the word of God and let it be um, addressed and, and, and dismantled or depart from me. Or else it's going to, if I'm too sleepy, I'm too tired, I'm too, whatever, I, I'll just deal with it later. Like, what, you're going to just gather them all together and deal with it tonight? <laughs> you know, it, it, that, that's not the way. So you may not intentionally go after other gods to serve them, but if you let them stay, you will go after them and serve Hallelujah. them. That's, that's the point, that's okay? It. All right. So now that's 14 voices, uh, 14, 14 voices. Verses, <laughs> um, maybe with verse 15, which is the warning, it says, but it shall, it will happen that if you don't hearken, if you don't listen to what I'm telling you, to the, what the voice of the Lord your God is saying, to observe, and we talked about the observer effect a little bit last week, and the observer effect is that something is fluid until you lay eyes on it, and as soon as you do, it's frozen, it comes out of a, a timeless realm into uh it's even a thought when you think on something suddenly and deliberately it's it freezes in that place and and you have that's when you have the determination to either keep it or, or get rid of it if it's a god thought keep it and go to the word and, and and you'll add to it but the observer effect allows everything to just collapse into time into a moment yes, of time yes, yes and so here when it says you observe to do then you actually are intentionally looking to do what he said, and that's yes, the attitude yes, yes. that you have when you hear. Right. That I'm listening for change. I'm not listening so that I can, whatever the other motivations might be, all right? Okay, so now he says you're cursed. So going all the way down, verse 16, 17, and, and so forth. And I, I remember sitting there reading this, and I was like, wow, it sure is a lot here. Um, but he says in verse 59, or I'll go to 58. If you will not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that you may fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord your God, then the Lord will make your plagues wonderful. <laughs> and he is not talking about this is going to be a good day. Okay? All right? No, he's not. All right? But what it is saying that these plagues will be made beyond your power and difficult to difficult to address difficult to understand um, that they will be hard for you um, or you know because it, it, it's not a marvelous thing but but the choice is to fear him he said in the plagues of your seed great plagues and of long continuance there's that expression long continuance and sore sicknesses and of long continuance long continuance um, 
which is, let me go past the pictograph. It will be faithfully supported. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. Now that's good when you're talking about the blessings. That's right. Of long continuance. But he said these are plays of long continuance. Okay. Um, I was thinking about that this morning as I was talking to him and just saying, you know, I've had, I got some of those. And I mean, come on. This many years for this, this many years for this, this many years of unemployment, this many years of the, you, you can go on your physical level, your emotional level, your financial level, all of that. This many years believing that people are mad at you and reject you. This many years dealing with the same uh, 25 or 50 pounds. This many years um, having the same brambling and scrambling. This many years being financially under, this many years still in debt, this many years, long continue, these are plagues, plagues, plagues. Tell the truth. But the remedy is found in verses one through 14, and then all through the New Testament. But it says the same thing, listen to God. And do what he said. But listen to him, listen to him with the determination that you would do what he said. Now Isaiah put it this way, if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Yeah. Right? Okay. So willing and obedient. Also willing to be obedient. Yes. Willing to change, which yes. will lead to obedience. There's a whole lot of connection that you can put with those two words, willing and obedient, that you could write your own I'm, book. I'm the witness and in that fact, I suggest you do write your book. I mean, write the book that you live. Write the plan, write the thing. Now, God, what are your plans for me? Now, when you ask people that, and then you tell them, um, they'll tell you all this fantastic, wonderful, not fantastic, but wonderful, amazing stuff. And it's like, so what's the first step? Well, he didn't give me that. Did you ask him for it? Right. Or did you do, like, uh, we used to do this kind of stuff. We'd be like, okay, the Lord has just told us that we're going to get, mm, I don't know, something. And uh, any, uh, anything, I'm going to get a new camera. So what do I do? He, he said I'm going to get a new camera, so I got to run out to the camera store, and I have a price to mount, and I got to see how I can get it financed, and then I'm going to see if I can start here, and then I got to make accommodations for it, and I might need to get a few people along because oh, you know, besides the camera, I'm going to need a case for it, and then I might need a tripod, and then I need to so so by the time I'm finished with getting my you know looking at my camera, uh, the cost has come gone out to about forty-seven hundred dollars. It's like oh my god, oh my god, what am I going to do? Well, he told me he was I have a camera. And now I'm going back to God. God, this is too expensive. I don't see how you're going to be able to do this. <laughs> or no, I accepted it. I've already, I got the camera. I went on ahead and I financed it and I did this and I did that and I did the other. And it wasn't the camera he gave you. It was the right. camera you got. That's right. That's right. I could have, I could have, I could, there's a lot of things I could have inserted in, in place of that. But I think camera's a good one to show us stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, can, you can spell camera any way you want to. Put a proper name in there. You can do anything you want to do. And it's still going to have the same result. It's going to cost you um, with credits that you can't afford. That's right. You can't meet those payments. Okay? Right. All right. Yep. So here's what he, he's saying. And so I, I recognized that... Um, in, in one of the, the Bible studies we had this week, we were talking about the sound of abundance and the sound of wealth. Mm. 
and how it is that many of us don't actually recognize the sound. Because the world doesn't. The world recognizes the sounds of greed and acquisition and pursuit of wealth for the sake of wealth. Whereas God said, you prosper from the prophesying. You get the vision, the dream, you listen, you prophesy that's it, that's and the it. plan starts to come in place because even as we were praying this morning, um, I could see the pictures of certain things and sometimes I, I don't see a full picture but I see the impression of it and so I follow it just to go where it goes and then I just say what I'm supposed to say and then I'm finished with it because that's all that I was supposed to do. In that moment, all I did is follow a trail to go someplace, maybe my thing is muted, I don't know. I'm talking, so you can hear me do that. All right, is that better? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I sweat it and it slid. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. So you prosper from the prophesying, you prosper from the plan that God has in place, but your judgment and opinions about how he does it hinder you and you sit there being a very unhappy individual because what God promised is not happening. And it's not happening because you're not activated. We're not activated. We think we are, but we're not. You know, we, well, I believed it and I received it, but I have to also change. Yes. Yes, that's that part again. of that it. That's part of it. That's part of it. Okay, I promise I will say it again. Okay. Um, so do you understand? It's like, I know he said this, and I know this is what he promised, and then you focus on the promise, and you, and, or you, or, I mean, because it's different kinds of people. Some focus on the promise and just wait. Some people go running off to try to make the promise happen. Some people fold the promise up and say, this is really very lovely, Lord. I thank you. I'm so touched by it. And fold it up and put it in a drawer. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, they're part, you know, some people run from it. I mean, there's a different reaction yeah. to all of it. But, uh, but there's a percentage of people that respond. Yes. They go before the Lord or they get on their knees or whatever it is and say, okay, how do I get it? You have prophesied that this is so. What do I do? And much of the, the initial instructions, we, we, it requires, again, you change. You have to change. That's right. But we don't change. That's right. And then we still get mad. Yes. Things of long continuance. It's the plagues that you can, that the apostle released it today. Your kingdom, you can get rid of the plagues. You rise above them and then smash them like bugs. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm going to practice what I preach. That's part of why I didn't necessarily want to talk about this right now, but I will, and then do it. So he said that these things, um, see, verse 63, come to pass, as the Lord rejoiced over you to do, to do you good and to multiply you. Yes. What he said, but if you become my enemy, then he'll rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you nothing. <laughs> Woo, say that twice. See, Woo, that's yes, verse 63. Yes, yes. Deuteronomy 28, 63. I like that. You see, I mean, it's your choice. If you are with him, then he rejoices over us to do good and to multiply us. But if we decide to stay glong to the, to the adversary and his ways, 
then the Lord is still going to rejoice, but he's rejoicing over you now to destroy you. Well, no, it couldn't mean that. You have to, you have to, you have to give us something better. No, you see, because if you could become his enemy, don't you think that he rejoices as much over his pleasure to give to his children as he does the destruction of his enemy? He wants to rejoice. I rejoice when, when the swords were singing in the spirit today. I rejoiced over the the, 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 the cutting off heads and the uprooting of things to destroy them. I, that, that's a very happy moment for me in prayer time. When you're seeing the works of Satan destroyed, yes, I rejoice I over that. It is. I do too. So the Lord does too. Yeah. So here he's saying, you know, this way to destroy you. Well, you don't have to be you in that situation. You can be the one that is like, you know what? Now that I see this, I change sides. I want to be one that you rejoice over to do good and to multiply. I do not want to be one that, that you have to rejoice over because you're rejoicing over the destruction of the enemy and reduce me to zero. Because that's what it says. So you can change this as long as you've got a breath. But I advise us not to put it off. Don't put it off. Okay, so now this other part, I'm going to get back to abundance. I want to get back to abundance. Okay, so here's the thing about this. Um, if you're thinking that you got great wealth, but you're not, or that you know God has promised you this, but you're not thinking about wealth the way He thinks about it, then something has to change. That's right. If you think about your responsibility as always your responsibility, then you you don't understand the first level that He meets your needs. That's right. Yes, it may be through your Workplace. Yes, it might be through this, that, and the other, but it's not you. Well, when I get this money and I get this and I get that, then I'll be able. I'll, I'll be able to pay you because I've got this coming, and then I have this coming. No. You see, that's exactly how the that world says it. Right. Yeah. So then, there's something wrong with you saying it that way. My God, my God, my God. Oh, yeah. How many things that we? I'll obey you as soon as the stuff comes in. Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm just, you know, it's going to end on a happy note because it's not now. Um, <laughs> it is. It's really good news because, because this is exposing the stinking thinking and the things that have been keeping us company. That, you know, um, I have friends in the South and they talk about folks that they date that they have no intention of marrying, they just call it keeping company. I said, you keep right. your company. I don't want that. Okay, that that makes no sense. I'm just wasting time, and I'm just wasting with you. So then that means you want to waste my time, right? I'm not going to sign on for that, and I'm not going to sign you up for that either. You see, and so here you're looking, and it's like, well, I don't want to keep company with the devil. He is taking my time. I only have so much time. In the earth, because when I move, when I move from the earth, I'm out of time. That's right. That's right. So I have to do something. Dr. Mike Murdoch calls time 24 golden box cars. That's right. And I have those every single day. And so, what am I doing with my time in terms of how I think about prospering? Because you think of prospering as a mountain that you have to climb. 
you're gonna you're gonna get weary before you start. But if you think of it as something that is already yours and you sit in the high places in Jesus to look and see what belongs to you, and then you see, if you look closely, you'll get to see the path that you took to get there. Yeah. It's a difference of it. But even stuff, here, and now here's another thing. Like, I've got a lot of stuff. And this weekend, my brothers uh, did some work in my garage and started straightening it out for me to use it for some other, other things. And so there's a lot of boxes in there because I plan to move. So I have a lot of boxes that we either needed to flatten or it's just some of them that just were taking up too much space. And I also have had in my kitchen, I have a lot of things that it was like, I've got different cookware, I got new cookware. Uh, thank you, that's one of the things you gave me for my birthday. And, uh, and so I have uh, all of this, this stuff. And I was like, okay, I've got the cookware I want, but because of the stuff that I already have, it, I don't have room for it. And I was telling my brother, I said, you know, the thing is, I know I have a lot of things, I have dishes, blah, blah, blah. I have an abundance. And if you feel you, oh God, it's just too much stuff, it's just too much stuff, what are you gonna do with abundance? Right. And what are you gonna do with more than enough? I have more than enough dishes. <laughs> I have more than enough uh, cookware. I have more than enough of certain things. Now, the more than enough is awesome because it means that I've always got something to give and I always have something to, you know, to overflow and I can do all these different things. But when I was looking, I said, but now as I look at certain things, like my cook I'll just say the cookware, I have ex excess. Excess is not the same as more than enough. Right. So what do I do? I packed up the excess. These things I don't need anymore because these are actually, this item here is the one that was to be replaced. And since it's being replaced, to keep it is to have excess. Excess. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. It's not adding to it. One set was to replace it. So why are you still holding on to what was supposed to be replaced by something better? Why maintain the excess? Why do you still, and I, it's gonna to cut to the bone. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll stay with cookware for a moment. Why would I still keep the set that I was replacing? What do I need the set that I was replacing what do I need it for now that I have not only the replacement set, but another set that is the overflow. But you're still holding on to the emotions that you don't need because of the ones that God has given to replace them. The attitudes, the mindsets, you can't have two. So why do you simply say, well, I have not replaced the mindset I have about wealth or people or myself or whatever it is, or even God, oh, that's it. That's with truth. And so I'm going to keep the counterfeit until I can figure out how to unpack the truth. 
No, see, as soon as you get the replacement, you get rid of it. Actually, you get rid of it before. That's right. Right. Yeah, I don't need it. How do I know? You got scripture for that? Mm -hmm. um, blind Bartimaeus. The Bible oh, says yeah. that. Um, the Bible says that he was yelling, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me!" And they told him to be quiet. But Jesus stopped because he heard covenant, and he said, "What? Who is that? Bring him to me." And what did the Bible say? The Bartimaeus threw off his beggar's coat. That's right. He threw off his right to be a beggar. That's right. Okay. Because you see, he was a, he had the right to beg. Um, let me see if I can find this one. There we go. He had the right to do that. You know, he could he could Mark chapter ten is where it is. It says they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal. Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And now it's like, whoa, hey, he wants to see you. And they called the blind man saying to him, be a good comfort, rise, he calls you. Now see, I don't even know if they helped him. But he got there. Because all it says, it doesn't say if somebody took him by the hand and helped him. It says he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said, he answered. And he said, what will you have? What will you that I should do unto you? And he said to him, Lord, that I might receive <laughs> my son. I got it. I got it. But I, I, I need some help oh, in Jesus. receiving it. Jesus. So have you thought about saying, Lord, help me to receive the wealth that you've shown me? Right. Or are we still awed by it? Wow, God, this is awesome. This is big. This is huge. And that's how he does, Lord, that I might receive this that you have. I, I really like, I heard one preacher say, she says, I love the way it looks in heaven, but I'd like to get it down to earth where I can spend a little of it. You know, you know, you know how, do, how, do we get it, how do we get it down to, to, to kind of, you know, it looks good, riches in heaven, but I'd like to have it usable in the earth. And you know what happened? She got it. Yes, yes, yes. And their ministry is doing great things, okay? Uh, I think great, great things. Uh, my opinion, God's opinion, uh, they're doing stuff, okay? So I'm sure it's great, but I don't need to say that. Anyway, my point is that he said, I might receive. And Jesus said, go. Your faith has made you whole. And in other words, here's the lesson for you. Your faith will bring to you what you received from me. See, you, you, your faith made you whole. You got it. You got it, but you got what you needed, which was what? I got a word from God that told me that I have what I believed. And and then what? And I went my way. He immediately received the sight, and then he continued to follow Jesus. So there's a whole lot in there. I receive it. I'm going to you to teach me how to do it. And then I did what you told me to do, and it manifested as you said that it would, and then I stay with you and keep following you. Keep following you. That's the whole thing. That's the thing. I That's keep the thing. Keep following you. Yes. 
So this is what, but he also, verse 50, he cast away the, the thing that was being replaced. My God, my God, my God. I no longer have to beg others to give because I'm following Jesus. Everything I need will be given to me. Yes. You see, yes. his faith was shown in the getting rid of the unnecessary excess. Yes. If you're healed and you got your sight, what would you need a, a legal right to beg uh, as a blind person for? See what I mean? So it's changing your thinking. If you really have, I mean, besides sitting in your seat in that faith stance that we do, oh, I know I have it, oh, I know I have it. Okay, then what are you gonna let go of that what you have now is replacing? Last night, those that cookware got packed up and carted away, never to return to my house because it was no longer mine. From the moment I received the replacement, what I had in the past was no longer mine. That's right. But I was still holding on to it. Oh, you were just waiting for a better time. No, I was holding on to it because I hadn't even thought about it. That's right. Again, remember, you have stuff. I'm in here. You've got things going on in your life that you don't need because you've not spoken to tell them to leave. Right? Oh my God. Oh yes. my God. Oh yes, 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 yes. It's a new word, right? It's a fresh word. To get rid of the old. Yes. 